Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Hey there, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This Walking Dead tale, Story Club members, will make you feel glad to be alive. It's one I call Mombi. Georgie Russo didn't know what the deal was with his mom. She'd come home from the store and was acting peculiar. His friend, Akira Romero, couldn't figure it out either. Normally, Mrs. Russo was animated and talkative, but now she was walking strangely, almost like she was sleepwalking. Also, she would usually ask Georgie to help her unload the car full of grocery bags. Instead, she shambled into the house, dropped her keys on the floor when she'd tried to set them on the hallway end table, and then shuffled into the nearby bathroom. What's going on with your mom? Kira asked. Georgie shrugged. He went to the door of the bathroom. His mom had closed the door, but not all the way. She was lurking motionless in front of the mirror, staring at herself. She looked pale, and the blue veins under her skin were more prominent, resembling roadmaps. Mom, are you alright? His mom said nothing. She just stood there. He noticed that her lower arm had a silk scarf wrapped around it, and it was caked with dried blood. Mom, what happened? Did a dog bite you? His mom finally turned. Her eyes were milky and bloodshot. Bit me, she whispered. What bit you? Georgie asked. Leaving the supermarket, putting groceries in the car, man came up and bit me. A man bit you? Why? Managed to get to the car, felt strange after that. Wrapped it, thought I'd come home, lie down, take a nap. No mom, if somebody bit you, we need to call a doctor. Georgie insisted. It could be infected, and you don't look... well... Georgie's mom shook her head. When she did, Georgie heard her neck bones creak like dry sticks. She turned, ambled out into the hallway past him, and collapsed on the couch. After that, he couldn't wake her up. Okay, you should definitely call for help, Kira said. She looks terrible. Georgie dialed 911 and waited and waited. Nobody's picking up the emergency line. Isn't that weird? 
Outside, sirens wailed. Dark plumes of smoke rose in the distance, emanating from the city. The residential street was deathly quiet. No neighbors were outside working in their lawns or taking walks. No children were playing. In fact, there was a small green child's bike abandoned in the middle of the road. What's going on? Kira said. She tried to call out on her cell phone, but it said no service. Maybe some kind of, uh, I don't know, catastrophe? Turn on the TV, she said. He did. Every channel was snow as the cable was out. After flipping through the absent transmissions, the television did pick up one antenna channel. It was faint and the picture was distorted, but the newscaster reported something about the dead coming back to life and attacking the living. In fact, the dead seemed to attack a specific part of their victims, their flesh. They were ravenously hungry for it. Georgie shut off the TV. They were living in a nightmare. My mom must have gotten bitten by one of those walking dead people and maybe it did something to her. Yeah, maybe it's some kind of viral infection or something. I should check on her, Georgie said. But when they went to Mrs. Russo, she wasn't on the couch. Only the blood-stained silk scarf on the floor was proof that she'd ever been there. Where'd she go? Kira asked. Georgie shrugged. Maybe she's in her room. She needs help. Kira grabbed his arm and told him to wait, but he pulled away. His mom needed his assistance. Maybe they could put some rubbing alcohol or hydrogen peroxide on the wound that could get rid of the infection. He had to try something. Entering his mother's room, it was quiet. Too quiet. And then she reached at him from inside the closet, grabbing his arm. She had turned into one of those things, her flesh gray, her milky eyes now a yellow color, her teeth brown. And she tried to bite him. Georgie managed to pull away and run from the room. He grabbed the bedroom door and pulled it closed tight behind him. His mother tried to turn the knob to open it. Georgie held the door closed, but she seemed unnaturally strong. Kira, help me, I can't hold it. Kira ran and grabbed the door handle too. Whatever this thing was on the other side of the door, this mombi, it was clearly more powerful than either of them. And it would get through eventually. They couldn't fight forever, they were already growing tired. Once they let go of the door handle, Georgie and Kira would have to run. But where would they go? Where in this new nightmare world could they go when the dead were everywhere, shuffling around on their endless hunt for flesh? Ooh, I just love a good zombie apocalypse story, beloved listeners. I can't get enough of them. I'm pretty sure I've seen every living dead movie and TV show there is. Hopefully Georgie doesn't live on a dead end street because, you know, that would be a zombie's favorite place. <laughs> Lately, my favorite place is being all cozied up in my oversized armchair while I read your messages. If you've got a message, you can always write to me, beloved listeners. I'm at ivy at gokidgo.com and... I love getting your notes. Tell me what stories you loved and which ones scared the socks off you. Tell me more of what you want to hear as well. Original stories, haunted places, urban legends. Talk to me, people. And I'll do my best to deliver you the scary stuff you crave. Right now, I'm craving some inspiration, so I'm going to go check out the other great storytellers on the Go Could Go network. There are so many adventures to enjoy with Go Could Go, like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Flukerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Could Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and sister exploring team Atlas 
Carlos and Xavier who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Floosville, and Whale of a Tale wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club tale, beloved listeners. After all, every Story Club member deserves a little scare every day. Ivy out. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.